Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You're very welcome to another episode of the Scaling Your Business podcast. For this episode, we're joined by Rory McCormick. He's the founder and MD of Handsome Burger. Rory, you're very welcome to the show. Thanks, Rian. Glad to be here. Rory, I typically start with early influences. Um, did you grow up in Dublin? I grew up in, in, well, I actually grew up, I lived in Manchester until I was 10 and then I moved um, to Galway. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty much Galwegian now at this, at this stage. <laughs> but um, nice. yeah, I would have went to secondary school. We, we have our first restaurant here on Dominic Street and I would have went to school about 100 metres up the road. So it's a good, it was a good place to get started. Nice, nice. Well, I won't spend too long talking about sports, considering the results with the uh, Galway Hurlers yesterday. But uh, yeah. talk to me about your childhood, either growing up in Manchester and then Galway, or a combination of both. Any standout memories of growing up? Oh, definitely. Um, well, I suppose m- 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 moving to Galway was a big, a big thing, and I, I used to play quite a lot of sports here. We, my, I would have won the All Ireland soccer and I would have represented Galway underage uh, in Gaelic Gaelic football as well actually so that sports would have always been a massive influence in my life and um you know being part of a team and learning off my coaches like there's lots of great um men involved in my life and coaching me and um you know just learning good values and stuff so I thought that was a really big part of my life growing up obviously I'm not not so committed now I'm not very good either anymore but um it was definitely a good learning curve for me, you know, even in, you can apply some of the stuff to the principles of business and teamwork and leadership as well. You talk about coaches. Um, one of the questions I ask around influences or impact is usually people can point to one, two, three or four people who've had a massive impact on who they've turned out to be today. Parents, close relative, hmm. friend and acquaintance. Any one particular person or multiple people spring to mind for you? Oh, there'd be multiple people. One the main person I had, I'd have to say, is my my mum because she always uh, filled me with confidence growing up. Always instilled serious belief in me, you know. Um, so it'd have to be my mum number one. But apart from that, there's been lots of people and um, lots of people along the line. Um, another good guy would have been. We end up taking on a bit of investment in the business, but um, it Steve. Would, would have quite come in as an investor, but he was also like a mentor for me, you know. So I would have talked to him daily and he showed me how to kind of high level thinking and how to structure the business and, and again, elements of leadership. And he was really passionately involved. So it was good to learn off that, you know, mm. especially because we started, well, well, quite young, you know, 20, when we were 25, 26. And I knew we were, had a quite a big undertaking under our hands and that we weren't very experienced enough to. Mm to execute everything without um, having a bit more experience on board. What's your mother's name, by the way? Uh, Sue. Sue's my mum's name. Oh, shout out to Sue. You, you also mentioned Steve. Um, mm. you, you're, you're saying uh, lack of experience. Uh, I, I noticed that you spent a number of years working as a, a promo manager at an electric yard yeah. up, in Gal- up in Galway. Um, between the combination of, of, of Steve and uh, Electric Garden, did those mm. years and experiences and conversations uh, help uh, you in your current venture? Did it, like any key takeaways, build a network of people, uh, hone a certain skill set? 
Uh, 100%. One of the main things, say, from Steve, um, I suppose it would be more personal, the things that I would have learned off my mum, mainly uh, with regards to being confident and be just being quite positive, having quite positive outlook on things in general, which obviously really helps in business, you know. Um, mm. But then with Steve, Steve's main thing is, uh, you know, accountability and not giving excuses and responsibility. So, you know, setting deadlines to get thing do things done because I, I would have done the degree in, in, well, I would have done arts first in UIG and then just a higher diploma in business before going into doing this. And I was working doing sales, but I wouldn't, ha I wouldn't have had much experience, you know, even though I was a manager in Electric Garden, those uh, I've, I've got quite good social and social skills, just in interacting with people, yeah. you know, that's obviously really good in the hospitality industry. That's the best thing to help, but that's quite natural to me, you know, but with, with terms of putting structure on things and, you know, progressing, that's what, what I would have really learned off, off Steve, you know. You you did a, a degree in art, you said, in, in NUIG. Mm. You've also touched on uh, the young talented Steve for Galway United. Uh, sorry, young talented Rory for Galway United. Um, what did you want to be when you grew up? A professional footballer at some stage? <laughs> a teacher? Perhaps? I would have liked I would have liked to be a football player, but I don't think I was quite good enough. But um, that was always that was always what I would have liked. I'm a big Man United fan. That was my dream playing for Man United. But as far as that was, that's millions of millions and millions of people's dreams as well. So um, mm. apart from that, I, I've always loved working in the. I've worked in a number of restaurants and love working with food. I like to. I think what we do is you know provide. It's not just the food, but provide people with a good experience and make people feel good. You know, um, give them a break from their day. Times are always more more stressful than ever at the moment for people, and it's nice to give people a little small breakaway, and to feel good. And that's what I want us to do with when we deliver our kind of principles of hospitality in Hansenberger. So Hansenberger um, has has been voted as uh, Ireland's best burger. Uh, started in your mother's kitchen uh, over four years ago. How did you get brand name and notoriety out there in the early days? Um, we what we we did was very very basic. We um we wanted to make a handmade product using good ingredients and build a local network of people who were already involved in the business. You know, um, in terms of your suppliers and other people who'd. And then again, we just said we'd we wouldn't cut any corners. We'd make everything. It didn't matter the cost. We wanted to keep our product quite cheap. And then I would have booked hundreds of events. So we just, every week we were traveling around to different parts of the country, uh, cooking at mar on our market stall and talking to our customers. So, you know, while, while the six, seven minutes, while the food is cooking, you've used that chance to create a conversation and strike a bond with your customers, which is really, um, it was really beneficial for us, you know, because we had repeat customers coming back even, on a personal level to talk to us and it was a good way to market our business. Now as an established business or particularly leading towards that four years in mm. and today being the first day you're open back for indoor dining, do you rely mostly off uh, word of mouth footfall to drive revenue or are there still some marketing tactics that you do to, to raise more awareness? Cause I know you've got more than one branch. Yeah. So it's what main, main, main word of mouth is the best for food. You know, I think, you want to have quality product and good service. I think people or or can work the way if you know stuff isn't going right. People are very much very likely to tell their friends about their experience. And I think word of mouth is definitely the best. But apart from that, 
we do quite a lot on social media and Instagram and we don't do as much on Facebook anymore, to be honest. But uh, we do a bit on, on Instagram. And apart from that, no, um, not much. We, we, we would have done a, quite a lot of PR at the start, but I think that's a bit more organic for us now. You know, we're getting bigger. Um, so we don't really, we, at, the, at the moment where it's, <laughs> we're trying to find, because we've gone from the market stall, which is a good story. And now we're full restaurant and we're just trying to find our lens, you know, to, to put our, our branding and our posts for social media and try, trying to um, market our business in a, in a, in a good way. way yeah. 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 It's phenomenal what you've done, man. It's you're you're you look around the same age as me and you've got four premises, so kudos to you. Thanks, man. Is there a commonly held belief about your industry or perhaps your role as a founder mm-hmm. that you that you disagree with? It might be working late nights. Um well it, it, yeah, it's definitely um a hard grind, but I think we're passionate about what we do, so it's it's really enjoyable. And I, I don't think there's a a belief, uh, a belief, a commonly found belief out there that there, it, it's, um, yeah, no, we're, we're happy with what we're doing and I really enjoy it. So I, I couldn't say there's something too negative about it. Obviously, like I said, you're dealing with quite a lot of people a lot of the time. Um, so it can get stressful, I imagine. It can get stressful. Um, it can get stressful at times, but again, the passion for doing it uh, always outweighs the outweighs, yeah. neg- the neg- negative stuff um, which does come up but again there's lots of challenges but we enjoy the we enjoy the challenges you know they're not going to be the be all and end, and end all of the business I think you need you need these lows sometimes to balance out the highs you know to make the highs feel better have you got a favorite part of the business whether talking to customers doing the marketing growing scaling the business looking long term at, at the moment uh, uh, like uh, uh, originally I, I enjoy working with the, the creating products and stuff to be honest with you um but uh, my favorite is definitely scaling the business it's a good sense of achievement um you know to know that we've grown it we would have just started off with a 300 euro each myself and my friend Carl and a market stall and now we've got multiple units and to keep growing that and getting more and more people involved and taking on more and more staff and building our community more. It's good. That's what I enjoy the most. Definitely. Nice. I've got a few more questions for you. One of them is uh, to do with either for our UK listeners, A-levels, for our Irish listeners, Leaving Cert, and for our American yeah. listeners, High School. If you could add one mandatory subject to the curriculum and you're the decision maker, what would it be and why? If I could add... Um... I would, uh, do you know what I'd add, I'd, I'd add, um, I'd add <laughs> this might sound a bit random now, but I, I'd add, I'd definitely add philosophy. I think um, things like, it's something that's really helped me with my life. This uh, I've studied the Stoics quite a lot, the Stoic mindset that, you know, um, especially nowadays when there's lots of things, mental health's a big issue uh, in yeah. society. People are always on their phones and it's important to take a break from that and, I think the Stoic kind of principles teach you, it taught me, you know, you can only really control, there's only one element of your life that you do have full control over, and that's your thought process and how you react to things. So even if something, even if something bad happens to you, you know, you're the master of your own ship and you're able to react to that as you please. And it, it helps, it, it really helps. Uh, well, it help, it's helped me with any struggles that I've had, you know, personally. So I, I, I think that that kind of stuff can be practical for, 
young lads and girls to learn, you know, because they, they need, the curriculum needs to be up, up, updated, I think, you know, um, mm. to tackle the issues of today, not when maybe when we were in school, they were slightly different. It sounds a little bit like IOR theory, part of what you're saying. Um, when you're falling asleep at night over the last few weeks, what has you most excited about the future? Um, what has me most excited about the future? Just continuing the journey and gr growing. You know, we're, we're, we're looking at opening one or two new units now before the end of the year. Wow. Um, and... So we, we're kind of all basing that out of our central kitchen. I think I have a goal to hit to get to another three three units by the end of by the end of next year. So that's what I'm excited about at the moment. And then after that, we'll assess uh, where we are. But I've put the framework that we've had the framework in place for over a year to supply these units. But it's just everything got put on the back burner because of COVID, and it was more about survival. And but now you know we're coming out the other end of that. It's we're looking forward to expanding again and getting the getting the ball rolling. Well, well, kudos to you, man. You've, you've certainly got some aggressive growth targets uh, coming out of, of lockdown. Uh, I won't keep you too much longer because I know it's day yeah. one of indoor yeah, dining being back yeah. open. Yeah. Um, I don't know who you live with or if you mm. live by yourself like I do, but uh, it, all your loved ones are safe, assuming you live with people, mm -hmm. but your house or apartment is burning down and you can only save one item. What one item would that be? I, it'd be a book um my granddad wrote me a book before he passed away i would have lived with him when i was very young um and that that i i it's kind of the story of his life but he taught me he taught me quite a lot um and that that'd definitely be my most prized possession that i have you what know, did you what did your granddad do he he started a, uh, he started an engineering business he he would have been originally from ireland but he moved to manchester and you know he didn't really have anything starting off but he started this um he ended up traveling the world he came from nothing and he ended up traveling the world with brimac engineering selling engineering tools but wherever he went you know he went behind the iron curtain in russia he went to nazi germany um he went to india he's been he's been everywhere but he has you know these stories but wherever he went people said i just want to deal with brian mccormack because he was a very nice uh, very nice guy and people like to do business with them. So we ended up traveling and seeing the whole world. So it was quite interesting. And just some of the principles about how he, he would have died when I was seven or eight years old. So, but I still remember he used to take me out for, <laughs> he used to tell my mum we'd go down to the shop and take me out for 12 hours on a walk. And I, I still remember some of the stuff that he told me. So he'd be a big inspiration of mine as well. Oh, well, shout out to your granddad. That's pretty cool. I'm sure you'll you'll want to travel more in your future as well. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Well, some of the places he's been to. That's definitely one of the exciting things about the business. You know, you never know. Obviously, you have to have realistic targets, but you never know what's what's the sky's the limit. You know, we can keep we can keep keep growing it as long as we keep our integrity and keep keep making people happy. That's that's what we're about. I'd like you to imagine we're in the year 2030 and you're looking back on the last decade. So now is 2030. We're looking back. You can answer this personally, professionally, a combination of both. But what would you like to be looking back on? Uh, I'd like to be looking back on. Um, <laughs> so nine, nine, the next, not the next nine years ahead. Uh, I, I, I'd like to be look, looking back on with pride on what, what we've achieved in work. Um, I probably want to have a family started at that stage. Um, 
and that'd probably be the main thing in my in my life that I'd be looking back on, you know. But I, I want to keep grow, keep growing the business, and I want to be proud of what we've achieved and where we've taken it from where it began. That's that's the main thing for me. Well, all the way from from County Mead to Galway, I, I wish you continued success, Rory. I'll, I'll leave links below to Hanson Burger uh, for anyone that, that that wants to check it out who hasn't heard of them. But uh, thanks, Rian. It was for, great for to talk today. to you. Yeah, thanks for being my guest today, man. Cheers, man. I really appreciate it. Hopefully you'll get to call in next time you're down in Galway.